0: Hello, welcome to the Cloth Diaper Podcast, episode 19. Today we have a special guest, uh, Bailey Bowman. On the Cloth Diaper Podcast, we uh, bring people together to talk about diapers, uh, moms, dads, and uh, news and stuff.
1: Alright, that was Cloth Diaper Dad. You've heard him in a few other episodes trying to do my intro for the Cloth Diaper Podcast. So this is show 19. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Bailey. I'm located in somewhat cold, but not really cold because we're having a weird winter in northern British Columbia. It's not cold at all. I have two kids, a three and a half year old and a almost two year old who pretty much potty trained herself this weekend. So much so she's waking up in the middle of the night and uh, taking her diaper off to go pee. So my cloth diaper days are over. I didn't really have a guest lined up for today, so I suggested to my husband that we should just ask the questions I normally ask my guests, in reverse to me, to end the year. So maybe this is a good way for you to find out more about who I am. So I sent him a list of questions that I usually pick from when i am trying to set up an interview with a guest and he's gonna make up some of his own or hopefully ask them to me if you want to hear more from the cloth diaper dad he has starred in show two and show 11 of the cloth diaper podcast so we've talked about poop and we've talked about cloth diapering from a dad perspective
0: isn't talking about poop just like part about part of cloth diapering
1: uh, Part of we talking don't about always cloth diapering. talk about poop. Actually, we very seldom do. But I do have a guest coming on in January, and we are doing an entire episode dedicated to poop. Is she a
0: poop specialist?
1: No, she's a cloth diaper retailer, and she just suggested the topic. Is
0: she a poopologist?
1: I don't know if that's a real job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. Get- <laughs> but some people claim that they're cloth diaper scientists, and that's not a real job either.
0: There are, are they real scientists?
1: Uh, some of them. But just because you're a scientist in like marine biology doesn't
0: make you... A poopologist? A poopologist it makes you a marine biologist. I'm sure there are people that are like marine poopologist well, like
1: septic people maybe or sewer treatment guy probably knows more about poop than a marine
0: biologist okay we're getting off topic here
1: yeah so what's your first question today
0: <laughs> who are you and how would you introduce yourself if we met at you know starbucks or uh, a bar or something
1: First of all, we did meet at Starbucks. Second of all, I would never go to the bar. But my really. name is Bailey, and uh, I'm a mom of two kids, and i uh, not a huge fan of that No, job. I don't
0: want you to buy me a drink.
1: Uh, I'll have some chicken wings, please. Barbecue sauce.
0: This got derailed. I,
1: I don't know if there's anything more. I would pretty much introduce myself like I did at the beginning of the show. My name is Bailey.
0: What do you hope to achieve from cloth diaper podcasting?
1: I hope to learn more about the cloth diaper industry. Because, like, I've been blogging about cloth diapers for three years, and usually a company just sends me a diaper and goes, Hey, Bailey, uh, give us your thoughts on this. Um we're not going to pay you because we're cheapskates. Actually, I don't think that's what they really say, but uh, that's about it. And so you kind of do a little Google search about the company and then you're like, oh, this is what the company's all about. But uh, there's not a lot of information on those about me pages. So I'm hoping with the Cloth Typer podcast that we can get to learn those stories better. And um, it's always amazing what somebody will say in a story just because i don't know if you've ever written an about me page but it's actually like the hardest thing on the planet to do and you're like let me say only these five select things that i think the world cares about but there's seven others that are more isn't this
0: like anybody who's written a dating profile
1: yeah like it's the worst so usually when you can get people on the phone then you can learn more about their story and why you should buy their brand and what's passionate about it. Because I've reviewed, like, millions of diapers. That's an overstatement. Like, 40 diapers in my cloth diaper career.
0: That's a pretty big, you know, drop from a million to, <laughs> to 40. i I've like, yeah. A few, few orders of magnitude, right?
1: And they're all good diapers. And they all work for somebody. But why should we buy from you at the end of the day? Like, why are you important? And I really then,
0: liked... You know, thinking of those stories, like when we did that trip to Ontario and Montreal, mm. seeing those different places, and they're all just not what I envision a cloth diaper factory to look like.
1: No, I really think like that trip and meeting Alex and Melissa at Mother Ease, and then meeting uh, Omaki in Quebec and that was it, right? I think
0: so. Yeah. I like, mean, well, how many cloth diaper spots are we going to hit up? <laughs> That's true. But but Mother Ease, they had the factory in the back. Yeah. And, I, well, I
1: and just getting to meet these people, you suddenly realize, like, how much of their life and blood went into this industry. And on the other side of the screen, we just see people being like, buy Mother Ease diapers. And you just see me saying,
0: this is why Mother Ease is awesome. And Also, I just want to say, they're, like, production area in the back where they make the diapers. Was not how I imagine a a diaper factory looking. I should send you some pictures of some other factories I've seen. I I mean, I'm not sure what I expect for a clothing factory because, you know, it's not going to be like they're stamping out pop cans, you know, like (laughs) or like stuff that's on how it's made. But it was just kind of this big warehouse with a couple sewing machines and like three ladies.
1: Yeah, right? like, what is this I place? I know. I'm hoping to get Cheryl on the job on the podcast. So for those of you listening, like I now work for Nuggles, which is a cloth diaper company. And I hope to get her on and have her story listened because even all the questions that I've been asking her every time I get on the phone for my job, I'm like, you don't tell the world this. Like this is great stuff this is why we need to buy from nuggles
0: what did your stash look like when you started and what does it look like now uh so about this time four years ago i ordered
1: my first stash from cozy moms because i ordered four years ago i ordered on a black friday sale and we would have been, like, three months pregnant. I remember having the first pictures of my cloth diaper stash. I might be even able to find those first pictures, because I remember taking, like, fluff mail photo of my first mail in, like, January of I, 2015. I
0: don't remember these cloth diapers showing no. up, you know, at three months. Did you just, like, hide them? Because you're like, hey, this is kind well, of
1: ridiculous. I would have ordered from Cozy Bums, so it would have just been, like, dropped off at the door. And I mean, I you could've... just, like,
0: hide it in a drawer, you know? Cause, yeah. 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 I think we talked about cloth diapers, but
1: so I ordered 24, twenty-four bummies infant size prefolds. Oh prefolds. Prefolds. So those that's what we still use those today. Every day. That's what Anna I put her into bed. And so I would have bought four packages of six because I knew that natural fibers like that was gonna be the best way. And then I yeah. bought four I bought four Covers, and I bought two bummy simple light covers. I bought an apple cheek size one, and I don't know something else. And something tells me one of my next purchases was two bum genius free times, and those didn't even last. And then since then, my cloth diaper stash has evolved a lot. I see, and then I quickly fell down the rabbit hole. We had a whole blueberry stash once. I had a full blueberry stash of all ones.
0: Oh, yeah, Yeah. I remember the a lot of all-in-ones. And then, you know what? That's kind of like a weird evolution of it, because you you think that's the right answer, and I just don't like those. No,
1: I hated having to stuff the tongues into the blueberry all-in-one, and I hated having to roll the elastics. And then my stash evolved... Yeah, like, you had to roll the elastics, otherwise you get the the wetness and so i just felt that laundry day was tight and then i did the flats and hand washing challenge and my stash from there really went to receiving blankets and covers because i was like this is the bomb what best thing ever day. yeah right and now before i started working for nuggles last month i had a little bit of everything in my car i wasn't really specific and my stash is pretty much one of everything i have sold off all of my duplicates and now with This last month working with Nuggles I decided to go brand exclusive. So
0: speaking of selling off all the duplicates, I just wanna say uh listeners that at some point Bailey mentioned that, you know, hey, she's gonna buy all these cloth typers. But once we're done, we can sell them (laughs) and we'll have like some money back. Yeah, we maybe we'll go on a vacation. (laughs) and, And then we maybe we can go on a vacation and I just I just wanna see where's my vacation. (laughs) There will be no vacation.
1: (laughs) Because now my stash is all in these beautiful crates in the middle of my podcast studios so that I can create great YouTube videos for y'all.
0: There's never going to be a vacation.
1: Uh, No, because three years ago when we started cloth diapering, you used to be able to sell cloth diapers. And now you're lucky if you can get like pennies for those poop catchers. Really? Yeah. So right now we're using... The Nuggles Tuck Wrap and Go with the Nuggles inserts. And the Nuggles Tuck Wrap and Go is your favorite cover. You owned up to that in the show, too. That's the one with the polar bears on it. Those ones over there in the in the cart.
0: One, one second.
1: I, like, I didn't take this job with Nuggles just because I like getting paid. I took it because we liked their product.
0: And they're no close by, right?
1: Yeah, they are. They're in Kamloops.
0: If you could dream up any cloth diaper in the world, what would it look like?
1: Hmm. Any like are you thinking like design-wise or are you thinking like like a print? I don't think that anybody has really nailed the train print. We have that one train diaper from Blueberry. So for talking prints, I don't think that there is a really good train cloth diaper out there right now.
0: You, you know what they should do is just take one of my train photos and just splash it on a diaper.
1: You want that? We could make that happen. Really? If you guys, uh, someone follow Reverse or Mover on Instagram and, uh, <laughs> and if you know how to, uh, you know, an embroiderer, you can embroidery. embroider. Well, no, it's
0: not embroidery. It's like,
1: well, yeah, that's one way you could do it. You could just embroider it on a photograph. We could also get it printed on some fabric and we get a diaper made up pretty easy.
0: And then, and I can have daddy's choo-choo. On <laughs> <golf>. <laughs> don't say that that's terrible. <laughs>
1: So that's, that would probably be it, because like in the last couple of years, a lot of brands have gone to floral, and there's a ton of amazing florals out there, but I don't think anybody's done a really good train diaper.
0: What's your biggest cloth diapering challenge, and how did you overcome it?
1: Oh, you know what? I still struggle with wash routines, oh, yeah. and people always send me emails, and I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing.
0: I just there's like settings on a machine and, and you know what I, turn part it of it
1: hot. is that i absolutely refuse to get caught up in this craze that it has to be perfect every time and i need to test my water and i just kind of live on the edge so of course i have I make mistakes diapers yeah like i just put a little bit of detergent in and i run it through but every now and then i get a little poopy smell so then that's probably my hardest problem like sometimes getting that little poopy smell
0: and so maybe your advice to People who are worried about wash routine is, you know, just stick it in the wash.
1: Just do it. And you know
0: what? Still worry about it And so yeah, much.
1: the wash routine is my biggest challenge, but I don't stress out about it. And because I can just wash them again. And if my kid smells a little bit poopy for a day, I'll just fix it next time I'll wash the diapers. But I'm saying like, I constantly feel like I'm a little bit struggling with that. I'm never struggling with it to the point like that I'm wanting to give up. I'm just like struggling with the fact that. I'm not perfect, but I'm not the type of person to be super, like, rigid, right? Like, follow the instructions every time. I'm not that person.
0: How come our bathroom sometimes, like, stinks? <laughs> <laughs> That's because like, our child keeps pooping. No, no, no. Because, like, sometimes I walk in and there's, like, dirty diapers. It doesn't really smell that bad. And then, like, sometimes I walk in...
1: I Yeah, you know what? And sometimes it really... Like, today, it really stinks. It really stinks today. But it didn't stink yesterday. It it's the first time it stunk all week. And you know what? I
0: think it's just like a bad poop. You think our children are just stinky? Yeah. Sometimes, like, I go to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have to suck this up. <laughs> I mean, it's not like...
1: Like, if it's a bag full of pee diapers, it never smells. But once you get one poop in there, it's game over.
0: I don't want to sound too wimpy. It's not like when somebody has a massive poop in the toilet and you, like, walk in and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to come back ten minutes later. It doesn't no. smell that bad. Uh, what's your biggest piece of advice for parents getting started with cloth diapering
1: i really need to stop asking this question on the podcast because we get the same answer over and over again and i'm going to give the same answer that every other guest gives and that's to try a little bit of everything and only buy natural fiber
0: i was just thinking about microfiber like have you ever had like do they still call it thermal fleece thermal fleece jackets like the ones the kids have. That's yeah. That's what my mom always called it, but it's like fleece. Yeah, it's similar to what the diaper inserts. Have you ever worn one of those shirts when it gets wet? It's awful.
1: Yeah, like they use I mean,
0: like cotton, kind of just does a different thing.
1: They use fleece for stay dry liners in diapers, but I never really understood that because I don't really enjoy how fleece feels when it's wet either.
0: I, I think, like,
1: so why just I just put the kids in the prefold straight up on the bum and no issues. Wasn't
0: that part of the, like cloth diapering? Because they will say, uh, do but, cloth diapering, they'll potty train quicker.
1: Yeah, because they feel
0: wet. Because they feel wet. So don't you, you want your kid to feel wet? Some there should kids, be like some reinforcement that hey, you know, you're not supposed to pee in this thing. But remember, it's just there because you don't know any better. <laughs>
1: Remember when Walter was a baby and he cried all the time, though? Some babies are really sensitive
0: to feeling wet. And then he got over it. But yeah, he did. And he became less of a wimp. (laughs) (laughs) When someone asks you how to get started with cloth diapering, what do you say? Go
1: to your cloth diaper retailer. Seriously. I don't even want to be that person who gives advice about what your stash looks like or how you should get started. Uh, I think you really should find a cloth diaper retailer and make friends and... Or find your, like, cloth diaper community like your local community, see if that there is a, like a cloth swap, or if there, even if you posted in like a mom's group and went, "Hey, anybody else cloth diaper?" Just like finding other people who do it, and then finding local-based community because I think that local-based community is going to be able to give you the best support and advice on cloth diapering.
0: Thinking maybe like also kind of just do it. Yeah, kind of just do it. I think there's like a lot of things. It's like look to start, and sometimes you're like, okay, maybe I just need to just go buy a couple of cloth diapers. We'll try it out, and we'll see how it goes.
1: Sometimes I think you don't even say you're going to try it; you just say, "This is what we're going to do." We're doing it. We're doing it. It's like today with the Christmas decorations. I have been putting it off week because I was like, "My house is not clean enough. My house is not clean enough." And then after dinner, I was like, "That's good advice: is just do it." And don't even have like a backup plan just do it
0: do you have any funny cloth diapering stories no no I don't, no, I think i are not really good at awful, comedy. Like when you know, like Anna sticks her finger in her diaper, and you're like, "Oh, oh no!" no well, don't.
1: that is kind of cute. Lately, it's
0: cute when she sticks her finger in poop.
1: <laughs> One of her things in the last couple weeks would be that she would, if she pooped in her diaper, she would stick her finger in it, and then she would bring her poopy finger and stick it
0: right in your face. Yeah, like like knuckles, just like <laughs> 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 I know, right? <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, what's this? And you're like, oh, oh dear lord, why is there chocolate on her finger? Next question. Where should you buy your cloth diapers from? (laughs) I really
1: just think that everybody should shop with a cloth diaper retailer or even directly with the brand. I know there's a lot of brands that aren't at retailers yet, even though they are really awesome brands. So Nuggles isn't with a lot of retailers. Omaki's not with a lot of retailers. Baby Boo's not with a retailer yet. So there are a lot of great brands that that aren't with retailers. Um, And my biggest piece of advice is just don't shop at wish or aliexpress or amazon
0: aliexpress sells diapers
1: oh yeah that's where i got those china those coffee those coffee inserts
0: hey man like guys like i buy stuff off aliexpress sometimes like really cheap electronics but i expect none of it to work really and then like I, I, i i used to be doing kind of like electronic stuff that was like a temporary hobby you know like arduino and like leds all that bs and when you look at the build quality on some of these components it's just like oh man so i'm just kind of imagining
1: yeah that's where those coffee inserts came from
0: the the coffee inserts
1: so uh (laughs) just and like i know that amazon is everybody's go-to choice like oh where do i buy things amazon but there are other places you can buy things uh, yeah. And there's so many other places like I don't even really want to give a recommendation about where you can buy things because I know there are so many small retailers that I don't even know about. And so I would love it if you like
0: What is the issue with Amazon right now? Because I I, I know there's some other issues
1: There's a lot of issues with Amazon But I would say the biggest issue with Amazon Is that you just don't have the selection that you get At a cloth diaper retailer So there are small retailers who sure Only carry three or four brands But if you're on Amazon Amazon only really carries three to four legitimate brands and then a whole bunch of um, cheapies that you purchase from wholesalers directly, Uh, whereas if you went to Nikki's, you have a choice of 12 to 15 brands, many of which are actually competitive to Amazon prices. So if you go to ClawTyperPodcast.com, you can check out my latest post on hemp inserts and you'll actually see that I found hemp inserts cheaper at some retailers than I did on Amazon so Amazon's not no
0: you gotta watch for prices on Amazon for a lot of stuff like you should check out Pop-Tart prices okay so (laughs) I was at at work but even like I was at Indaco and this one guy has Pop-Tarts and I was like man I like why do I never eat Pop-Tarts because
1: they're expensive
0: are they expensive? I don't know,
1: because uh, we're grown
0: adults. Because we're grown adults, that's why we don't <laughs> eat Pop-Tarts. <laughs> so this man-child gives me a Pop-Tart, I'm like, I wonder if I can <laughs> order a Pop-Tart off Amazon, and I look at Amazon, and so there's like, the chocolate flavor is like, whatever a Pop-Tart costs, $3. Mm-hmm. And then they've got these other random flavors that look really good, like there's this cookie cream flavor mm-hmm. of Pop-Tarts, $25.
1: And well, did you look at the package number? It was like the regular small uh, package yeah you gotta watch the pack well because sometimes if it goes down in stock the price goes up well and the other thing is like cheapies on amazon aren't necessarily like you can still buy 10 dollars cheapies on amazon but i think diaper junctions in-house brand diaper right is the same price so why why are you supporting a china wholesaler versus supporting the family behind diaper junction like I guess I have a really big passion for that, and I know that doesn't go to everybody, and it's it's
0: really hard for me to understand that. Have you ever had somebody be like, "WTF is that on your kid's butt?"
1: No, no, actually, I've never really had any comments about
0: cloth diaper on people's bums. I feel
1: like I'm, I'm really bite your head off if you much much else. Yeah, I feel like I'm unapproachable at mom groups sometimes.
0: Have you ever been like, "This is enough," and um, I want to click quick cloth diapering.
1: Yes, we've given up cloth for a couple of weeks. Like, I can remember a couple of times where I've bought a case of disposables and I just went, I'm over this. I'm going to use disposables. But there's nothing like walking down Save-On-Food's disposable diaper aisle and being like, holy crap, you want me to do what again? You want me to spend $25 on a case of diapers? For it's going to last me a week with these two children? So yeah but the price tag
0: always gives keeps me coming back because yeah, i think that's kind of the price tag it always scares people away from cloth diapers doesn't it
1: yeah because it can be right like if you're so if you're buying legit cloth diaper brands i would say you're looking at spending three to five hundred to seven hundred dollars canadian for a stash depending on what your budget is remember that the word budget does not mean cheap Everybody has a different budget, so yeah, like that seems. But when you put that investment forward, and then you're looking at your day to day, like adding forty dollars in diapers to our budget every month would feel very overwhelming too.
0: Well, we've reached out five hundred dollars in in the boat.
1: Yeah, like I've spent more
0: than five hundred dollars on cloth diapers. I know you spend more than five hundred dollars. <laughs> but my first diapers.
1: order of cloth diapers was only a hundred bucks that we talked about earlier in the show. Like that was only a hundred dollars worth of product.
0: Is that what we actually just used for the first bit? Like just that first order? Yeah. Or did you order more? And then before I ordered
1: the... more after, because Walter grew so fast, and so newborn diapers weren't gonna fit him. Remember, he like doubled his birth weight in like two weeks. I swear, that's over exaggerating because that's not possible. But he was, he was massive. <laughs> he just kept massive. growing. So then I had to jump right into one size diapers, and I bought a full one size stash. I probably spent a lot of money that week.
0: What's a lot of money?
1: I probably spent like $700 in the first three months on one size stash of clothing. Really?
0: I do always... I always move back to disposable wipes.
1: Yeah, you always use disposable wipes. I love disposable wipes. And you know what? And I think that there's a conversation that we've also been missing, and I would love to explore it more on the podcast, so if there's anybody listening who knows more, is the health around disposable diapers. So when I like we talk about this in women's health a lot about disposable feminine hygiene products and how it impacts our overall um, health of the vulva and the vagina and impacts our fertility and like the chemicals that we're exposed to down there when we're wearing disposable products what does that impact on a baby's bottom and we don't really know what's in a disposable diaper Uh, diaper manufacturers don't have to Uh, to share that. We know that it's pulp. We know it's adhesives. We know that there's some sort of um, sealants involved, but there's not a lot of information about what goes into a disposable diaper, and I think every time that I get that whiff of pampers smell, I'm kind of reminded that this isn't really necessarily the best choice for Anna's growing body. Thinking
0: about pampers, every once in a while, I not at home because I don't we don't have TV we're just Netflix people yeah and and Amazon Prime because I actually kind of <laughs> they have a couple really good shows but just Netflix because kids section on Netflix anyways I'm at work there's TV on at at the uh, the bunkhouse and like this diaper commercial kind of comes on it's pappers or huggies and they're like the weirdest creepy things I've ever seen have you ever watched diaper commercials and like do you, do you find them creepy a little bit.
1: They're like, you know what I probably find is that I feel like diaper manufacturers are like cigarette manufacturers. They've been able to switch the conversation in like less than a generation that we should all be embracing diapers. And I think that they really tie and tug on our heartstrings. And it's kind of disgusting in some facts because usually they're always like super tiny babies huggies in the hospital of these little newborn preemies saving it's like the day really
0: quiet and it's, then like they, i don't know you don't hear the velcro tears they like put this diaper on but it's just like silently this
1: they're they are weird commercials and i i just like pure like because i've done a couple projects for pr on the disposable diaper industry and their pr stance and i just like it's it's kind of bizarre because it's like you have just been so successful at flipping the entire conversation in less than 50 years to the point now where it's not normal to cloth, even though it was only 50 years ago.
0: Well, to, to, to be fair, like 50 years ago, the cloth diaper scene isn't, wasn't what it is today. I mean, those covers today, yeah, so covers today are a lot nicer.
1: Cloth diapering has changed a whole lot, but there's still so much ingrained messaging in our Culture that is really hard to retaliate around disposable diapers. Retaliate? Like, retaliate's maybe not the right word, but to respond back to, like, this idea of grossness or sanitary that disposable diapers are the sanitary option.
0: You know, I've never looked at a cloth diaper and thought that's this unsanitary. It just kind of...
1: Yeah, like, that's the first, like, conversation that pops into my head. I think there's probably tons more. Just like every excuse that somebody will give you or that cloth diapers prevent development of the hips. And you're like, um, what? um so what were we doing for the last wait, three wait, what? How does it years? The- well, because cloth diapers are bulky, so you'll get people who will be like, oh, maybe that's why your kid's not learning to walk or crawl. It's because of your cloth diaper.
0: Any last thoughts about cloth diapering?
1: I'm really excited for 2019.
0: I'm What's actually about 2019?
1: well. I'm really excited about 2019. Like I am really hoping. I think we're in this weird point in the cloth diaper industry right now. So it's either it's going to do a little bit of both. We're going to see a lot of cloth diaper retailers close down next year, I, for sure, especially with like Amazon. But I also see a lot of fresh faces coming up in the cloth diaper industry, especially brands, retailers, brands and retailers that have the potential and the drive again to really kind of propel the industry in a new way. And with social media, I think that we're going to see some really big, big things go on in 2019. And I don't really know how they're going to look, but I think we're going to see a shake up in the industry. And uh, I'm kind of excited for it. I'm a little bit anxious.
0: I got to agree because when, what's that store that's here? Cozy bombs. Cozy bombs. When Cozy bombs closed, you made me think, You know, I I kind of look at the feel of the market and I kind of feel like there's a big change kind of of happening. It's already seeing it, you know, the the weird print scene that kind of went on where, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't know. It was like Beanie Babies or Pogs or, you know, like it it felt like it was just a phase or a fad and that's going to end. And not to bash on Prince. I love Prince. Mm -hmm. They're the best. But you know, that that's gonna be less of a thing now and it's you're not gonna spend five hundred dollars on this latest print that's limited edition that somebody's selling on eBay. So you couldn't get it. I mean, that's ridiculous. Who spends Yeah. Well, different- we still
1: we still get that a little bit in the industry. Um, Abby Abbey's Lane just ch- closed. They're one of the United States' longest opening cloth diaper retailers. So I think we're still going to see a lot of retailers close out of the market. But I think we're going to see a little bit of a shift. I think it's a good thing. Like to a point, you can only have the same players in an in a, in an industry for so long before you kind of need to see this changeover happen,
0: right? That's true. And there are, you know, a surprising amount of players in this cloth diaper game.
1: Yeah. And I do feel that the cheapies are going to continue to dominate the industry. Uh, And that's going to be an interesting uphill battle for us who are trying to promote and say, come on, let's focus on some American designs. But
0: all right. You know, it's like if you get the off brand brand ketchup you're like you didn't buy the heinz ketchup you're
1: well like, that's exactly what cheapy divers are like they're like off-brand ketchup
0: they're, they're like president's choice ketchup mm-hmm. not President's choice you know the yellow brand no name like, yeah. no name brand ketchup brandless brandless ketchup
1: all right i think we're gonna leave it at that whoa, 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 whoa.
0: i think we're gonna leave it there that was show 19 of the cloth Diver podcast uh there's gonna be show notes and stuff on the website and uh yeah have a good one you need, like, a catchphrase at the end here, like, stay snapped.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's a great... Step. I was also going to... Guys, I have some great guests lined up for 2019. I have some bigger brands coming on to have some great conversations.
0: Bigger and brands?
1: Bigger brands. I'm
0: major fan. Are they, like, the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt of the uh, cost Airport world? Pretty much. Pretty much? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I, and I don't know
0: who these people are. Actually. I
1: know. I'm so excited. And if you want to be on the Ever Podcast, just send me
0: an email and we'll make it happen. I will see you in 2019. Bye. Bye.